This is Nickel Hunt, creator of Fist of Awesome and other mediocre games. Congratulations to the One Up Gaming podcast folks for 150 mother funking podcasts. Oh yeah! Hello, this is David Schroeder of Dino Eggs and the new Dino Eggs Rebirth. Congratulations on your 150th podcast. Watch out for Dino Mom! And we're here with the One Up Gaming Podcast, episode 151. It's me, David, and we've got George this week. I'm here. Yeah, you're here. Yeah, I, yes, that's why I just said I'm here. This week we are sponsored by Audible. Want to listen to free and interesting books? Well, try the Audible 30-day trial and join Audible today. You can enjoy your first listen on us for free. Of course, if you don't like the audiobook, for free you can exchange it. What are you waiting for? Visit audibletrial.com slash O-U-G. That is audibletrial.com slash O-U-G. You can try it for 30 days for free. I think we've got some out there. <laughs> you should edit that. <laughs> Do you reckon? Yes. Do you know when people sort of say, like, website, the addresses, they always say, like, forward slash or whatever... I don't. Uh, yeah, I know, because there's no need to say forward slash. There's, no, there's no need s- to say www. No, but the, on the internet, there's no such thing as a backslash. If you accidentally put in a backslash, it automatically changes it to a forward slash. Oh, does it? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, but I was around when the internet was first started. I don't, you know? I don't, put, <laughs> I don't put backslashes in, that's why... <laughs> Yeah, we come from a time when we're, you know, we were pioneers of the internet. And now what are you? A peasant of the internet? (laughs) Just old and grizzled. I tell you, it's only been three minutes. It feels a lot longer. (laughs) Well, this is what happens when you just keep (laughs) bullshitting. (laughs) Are we actually doing the podcast or what? Yeah, this, technically this is the podcast. (laughs) Technically, what does that technically mean? I don't know anymore. Quality podcasting here. I tell you what's annoyed me recently. I've I've found out my Ouya, and I was going to stream some of the games of the Ouya out. But for some reason, like when I connect it to my my video, is it the game streaming kit, whatever the hell you could call it, LGP, other media, I don't know what the hell it's called. Good job. Basically, you connect it up via HDMI and it comes up and plays on the PC so you can stream it. So I connected it all up, took ages to find all those stupid wires, and it came up saying that the OUYA's got sort of like copy protection and won't allow you to stream it. Wait, what? Say, what? Really? Yeah. Huh. So basically. I know the 360 and the PS3 and the all them lot. Do you know when you put a movie or like a DVD on? Yeah. It knows it's a movie and you're not allowed to stream it, so it, it automatically stops it from streaming. But 
it can I, I recognize when it's a game. Is that how your device works? And I just guess the Ouya is just set to as if it's thinks it's just playing a movie all the time, so it just will not stream. I'm sure there's a way to get around that. Maybe, but... That seems weird. I have to wait for a, a, a HDMI splitter to arrive because I've only got two monitors and I can't have... I have one monitor for me bits and bobs, one monitor set up for all the streaming and the windows and I had to basically unplug it all just to get the OUYA working. So I can't actually have... I need to actually have the splitter to be able to just switch screens. I actually have two splitters, and they're both for four different things. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, one HDMI port has, like, stuff like the the Xbox, the PS3, the PS4, and the Xbox One. And then another one has, like, the Retron 5, the laptop, you know, bullshit like that. I mean, I would have bought the Retron 5... If it did Nintendo 64 and PS1. That's not possible. Technically it is. It's just an Android-based system. Yeah, but that means you'd actually have to put in like a lot of power for that, and that's going to cost a lot more. Well, not really. The OUYA does Nintendo 64 games and PS1 games. But that's because the OUYA has more power. Yeah, but it's cheaper. But that's... That's because the OUYA was manufactured that way. Right, well, why can't they manufacture it that way? Because, and for, first off, I don't know how it, di- <laughs> like, I don't know how you're going to insert a disc on something like that and have it work. That seems a little odd, and I know you're going to say, well, you can do that on your computer, but, like, the, the Retron 5 is a, also, actually, no, it's because of license shit. Like, they can get away with doing older stuff like that, but when it comes to, like, PlayStation... And Nintendo 64, like, they're still selling those games digitally on their respective marketplaces. So there'd be law, there'd be license shit up the ass. Yeah, because I know the actual, what you just said, the Retron 5. Yeah. With that one, you basically, you have to have the game itself to plug in for it to download onto the memory sort of card to play. It doesn't download, it just dumps the ROM so you can well, play That's what it. I mean. Yeah, but the um, thing is, it doesn't it doesn't save the ROM. It just dumps it temporarily. But I've like other ones like the Ouya. You don't need. To, you just basically grab the ROM online illegally. Do it. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Whereas with that, I think the I think it's because it was made. Was it made in America? The Retron Five. I have no idea. It might have been. I could be wrong. Because I know all the PR people I was talking to, they were all in America, but they might have just been like an agency looking, you know, like dealing with it. Yeah, I really don't know where they're from. Because I know some of the ones that, that come out of like China, some of the really dodgy ones, with them it's, oh, you can put the games in. Yeah, but those are just... probably like pirated console bootleg things. Oh, they're still, no, they're just Android based machines. Oh, okay. And. They look very dodgy, but it's... That's because it's Chinese. It's cheaply made and... I'm trying to remember what the hell this one was called that I was going to get. But it was like $150 or $200. Isn't that more than the Retron? 
Yeah, but it's, it plays about 13 different consoles. What you consoles? Know, Mega Drive, uh, SNES, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color, PC Engine. Oh. Uh, it does everything, basically. See, that's and... something that I would really love, is to have the Retron 5 play Turbo Graphics games. Mm. That would be awesome, because I have Turbo Graphics games, you know? That'd be but awesome. But like with this one, the best feature about the whole f- about the actual machine is, it's got like the big box which has got all the cartridge slots in. Yeah. And then it's got like a little tiny box that looks like the size of your mobile phone, that slides out of the back of it, and that's basically the brains where your SD card goes. Are you sure this is Chinese? I think I've seen that. It's like a Japanese. I'm sure thing. it's for. I'm sure it's foreign. I think it's you a know. Japanese thing. So you just offended a lot of people. I'm not <laughs> sure that's true, but I, you know what? I take offense. That's mean, but uh, no, I think that's Japanese. But yeah, so basically you slide Isn't it out. Isn't it like called like retro freak or something like that? Oh yes, yes, yes. The retro Yeah, freak. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's it Japanese looks... and it's not, it... and it's not some cheap, as far as I know, it's not some cheap thing it's not no it's ex- it's expensive yeah. but it that doesn't run android does it the i don't know i don't think it does no, no I, it, I don't it have must, it so it I'm must sure. do it must do because unlike the retron which again that runs android yeah um this one you basically you you can just grab all the ROMs, dump it on an SD card, and you can play them all off the SD card. See, I don't really agree with that. And like I said, the little back slides out, and you can just use that with yeah. like your hundreds of ROMs on it, which yeah. is pretty cool. I mean, but again, emulating it doesn't... Turbo Graphics games would be awesome. But like I said, the Ouya does. PC Engine and Turbo Graphics. Yeah, but I want to actually be able to plug in my physical games. Overrated. You know what's overrated? Oh. Your fucking face. But um. Oh, oh must I've got like over a thousand games at my mum's house because I can't be asked to pack them all up and bring them all the way up here. You should give them to me. <laughs> How much would shipping cost? A, a lot. If it. If I it mean, I sent. Lot. I sent a little poster out. And it was about six quid, That's just for one little bad. tiny post. No, bad. I was actually quite surprised. I thought it was going to be a yeah, bit more than yeah. that. But... Well, it's not like I'm in Sweden or something, and I have to pay like boatloads of money to get something that I ordered from a different country. So, well, then again, that's the problem. When I looked into getting the retro freak thing the other day I, I saw it online and thought oh that looks good and I looked at a load of reviews of it Yeah. and then to get it in the UK it's about 140 quid Right. and then in the UK it's if the sort of like the people at the, at the borders in the UK if they open the package up and see it's an electronic goods we have to pay 20% tax on that as well <laughs> So, uh, but you don't know if they're going to open it or not. It's just random. Right. Which is, that, so, which is weird, but all right. Because when the PSP and the DS first came out, I had my shop 
and I imported both in from Japan. On the DS, I didn't have to do anything. I just got it, and that was it. But on the PSP, I had to pay £50 extra just to import it in. <laughs> it's like, ah. Oh. That's weird. I so never I really came across that. Uh, the UK is really strange. You know, certain yeah. it, they do certain things really nicely, and other things they just try to milk as much money out of you as they can. They should just have a, a law. Open up every package that comes in. If it has anything that has the color red or blue, just charge 100% tax. I mean, the laws might have changed now, but I am sure just a matter of a few years ago, there were certain like fruits and vegetables that we weren't allowed to import in. What? Like what? I, I, I can't remember, but basically it's because... What happened? Do you know when these big, like China or Japan, whatever, the where everyone gets all the massive bulk stuff from, yeah. and they get like massive crates full of them, right? And they bring them in. Basically, a banana was like it cost. You had to pay taxes six pence per banana, but wow. an apple you had to pay like twenty pence tax or something stupid. This is weird. So in the UK, there's a lot of things going on where they would forge to say oh it's a load of bananas in the crates but when they'd open them it'd be apples <laughs> this is so it was, weird it was cheaper to import bananas, a crate right. of bananas of, you know it's it's just weird as hell this is so weird but <laughs> what are they gonna do next like if you're importing <laughs> like children that you like charge you tax boy i I hope the government doesn't find that I'm importing children and just I'm going to be heavily taxed. That's right. They'll just use the child to work off the the debt. (laughs) He's legally ours now. (laughs) Right. It's not slavery. It's my kid. Yeah. Yeah. I give him permission to work for free. (laughs) I give him permission to work 24 (laughs) hours every, every rough day. He gets food if he can catch the rats. Just like pounce. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say if he can like catch this like donut or whatever that I hold over his head that I keep. Like oh oh, he almost got it. oh no oh so close. It's attached to a stick. Just so he walks forward. <laughs> but he's not smart enough to take the stick off. Yeah. <laughs> All right then. Anyway. Yeah, so what have you been playing this week, George? <laughs> oh boy, so uh, <laughs> I actually hooked up my N64, one of my multiple N64s, and uh, I popped in Rampage World Tour. Woo. Um, apparently a lot of people don't like that game. I like it, I'm not sure if it's the best, uh, but I do like Rampage, so. I liked Rampage when I was 8 or 9, but if I go back to it now, uh, it's... So simple. I like the Master System version. I probably played it on the Master System. I think system. it's better on the Master System. I think that's true for like most multi-platform games of that generation. You can't say that and you're in America. I can say that. The Double Dragon version on Master System was better. Did you ever play the Final Fight on the SNES? No. Oh, it was so good. In the arcades, it was a three-player game. Was it better on the Master System? <laughs> I don't think it came out on the Master System. Damn. Maybe there's some like Brazilian tech toy version of it on there. 
Probably, because there's still, I, I'm sure, I still hear every now and again that in Brazil they sort of like make random like Mega Drive games or whatever. Okay, so um, in Brazil they they still make Master Systems, but this is like <laughs> super air quotes because it's um, it's it's not a it's not really a Master System. It's just like a motherboard with like games built in. But here's what's awesome. It's it has a blue shell, looks nothing like a master system, and has Sonic the Hedgehog on it with some rings. Um and I was going to buy one. Like I have a guy that I know uh in Brazil and I was going to he he was going to ship one to me. I was going to buy it from him. Um it is weird. It has just like a bunch of games loaded onto it. But yeah, um what's really cool is that like I said that Brazilian toy company Tech Toy uh, ported a lot of games and made their own games for the Master System. So, like, they ported Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. <laughs> they also ported the Lion King game. So, some that interesting was quite stuff. good. Was it? I don't know. They also ported Street Fighter 2. I think that was terrible. <laughs> like, how do you play Street Fighter 2 on a Master System? <laughs> I-, I remember the Mortal Kombat. That was horrible. Was there Mortal Kombat on Master System? Yeah, I think it only had four characters you could select. Mm. But I'm uh, sure. yeah, Master System. Yeah, I played Rampage World Tour, and that was fun. I got uh, I don't I don't know how far I got, but I saved the game because I actually have one of those save pack things. So yay yay me. <laughs> um, I also played The Sims 2 because I I decided why not play. The Sims games in order, except for not playing the first one, which I do have. It's laying around here somewhere, but it's a bitch to run because it's so old. But yeah, I played The Sims 2, and this... (laughs) So something crazy happened, and this may actually be the last time I I play The Sims 2. Uh, So (laughs) I started... I started playing and I made my character and this and that, blah, blah, blah. I moved into an apartment and, uh, my character became friends with this, this teenage girl. Um, and he, he started going out with this, this woman. Um, eventually that teenage girl grew into a woman and he started going out with her instead. And the original woman, uh, caught them and was very angry but we didn't care. We decided to ignore her. So we started living together and, uh, you know, she gets a job and this and that and things are going great. And she has to work out for her job. So she works out and it's like every day she's working out. And then eventually she gets a heat stroke and she, she, she faints. Um, she finally recovers and, She's, she's, uh, you know, she's still affected by this heat stroke and she gets another heat stroke, but, uh, my character was there to, to cool her down. And, uh, what happened was she had to go to work. So she went to work. She worked, she came home and she fainted on the sidewalk, like right outside the apartment complex. And then the green, the, the grim reaper comes down and she's dead. (laughs) places her with a tombstone 
So my sim is grieving and, and all that. And he's so depressed. So he just, he stops talking to people and, uh, he starts playing the drums and then he realizes that he should start improving himself. Uh, because I don't know, he's a sag sack of shit or something. And he starts exercising and then the next thing I realized, I think that the uh, the ex- the exercise machine he was using was bugged or or glitched or something, because his his body stat went from like two to like ten or whatever, like almost instantly, and his fitness level was like all the way up within like seconds. This is the uh, this is when the, like I fast forward it, but still like it, his fitness level went from like the bottom to like all the way to like top tier. And it was really weird. And then he got a heat stroke <laughs> and, uh, he decided to not go to work. Uh, so he used like a vacation day or whatever the fuck. And he decided to exercise some more for some reason. And he collapsed in the apartment and died. You should have maybe taken the exercise machine away. <laughs> So, this is such a crazy story that, like, this might, that might have been, like, the last time I played The Sims 2. So then I moved on to The Sims 3 and nothing really crazy happened there. Just, I just played The Sims 3. Is there much of a difference between The Sims 2 and 3? There is, actually. Um, so in The Sims 3... I've I've never played any of them. Yeah, so The Sims 3, uh, the character creation is much more in-depth. Um, you can there are more points of articulation to your sim that you can like edit. Um, and you can make, you know, like, and it just, it looks much better. I mean, that's a given, but, uh, there, the, the way that things work are different. So in the Sims two, and, and mind you, this is the PC version, which is much different than like the PlayStation two version and, and the console versions. Um, because you only stayed in the house in those versions really, which is weird. But, um, you know, so, you know, both Sims 2 and Sims 3, like, you, there's this whole town. You know, it's not, like, limited to just your house or whatever. And, um, you can, you can zoom out and go to different parts of the town. The problem is, in The Sims 2, you have to have a car or some kind of vehicle or you have to call a taxi. Whereas, in The Sims 3, you can zoom out, click on... Uh, a location and you could go there and then it depends on what your situation is. Your sim will either run there or he'll automatically take a taxi or if you have some kind of vehicle, he will, he will take that. Um, and, and the way the game plays is it like kind of changes with what DLC you have for the Sims three. So if you have the into the future DLC, uh, you could get like hoverboards and stuff like that. And you can have your sim choose to just use the hoverboard anytime they travel anywhere. So then you can have them travel to, like, some community lot in the town. And they'll just take the hoverboard and there's actually, like, a hoverboard skill or something like that. Which is interesting. But, um, there's a lot more, like, hairstyles and clothing options. And there's a lot more to The Sims 3. Like, you can customize furniture in a way that... Not only you can change patterns and stuff on them, you can change colors and, and stuff like that, even for clothes and uh, and like wallpapers on for you for your house and stuff like that. Which there was nothing like that in The Sims 2. 
Um, and they kind of took away with that. Uh, they kind of took that stuff away um, in The Sims 4, but The Sims 4 has more um, in-depth, like in, like a more in-depth emotion system and aspiration system and stuff like that. And jobs work a little bit better. Uh, uh, they don't have that customization feature. Uh, at least the last time I played Sim 4. So is the third one the best one? Because I hear a lot uh, of people didn't like 4. The third one is technically the best, but I still like the fourth one for what it does. Um, the fourth one kind of took away the Did whole the stream town it down thing. a bit too much? Yeah, so the the thing is they kind of took the town thing away. So like there's different sections of the town that you have to load. So, uh, you know, let's say I live in, like, Section A. There's a whole map of Section A. But say you want to go to the gym, the gym is in Section B. So you have to go to the map, uh, click on Section B, and then it loads that, and then you can go and select whatever place you want to go to. And there's, like, three or four sections to a town or something like that, which is really weird. But whatever. But I think you could actually travel to different towns with your Sims in that game. I think could be wrong about that. But uh, you know, like th- there, uh, there's like more mechanics to that game. But it also takes away to some stuff. So like technically, the third Sims is the best. Um, also, there's a lot more DLC to The Sims Three, um, and that DLC adds a lot of content. Believe it or not. So, right now, The Sims 3 is probably the best to get because it's cheaper and it has a lot more content. Whereas I think The Sims 2 must have been the one that was out when I had my shop. And it was like every few months, uh, it, it was like out a like new 2004, expansion. Something like that? Did the first one have a lot of DLC? Uh, I, don't, I don't think it had much. I, I'm not really... Not really up to date with what happened should, with the original Yeah, I Sims. think I had my shop from 2003 to 2005. Yeah, 2004, I believe, is when The Sims 2 came out. Something like that. Yeah, it, this, there was like boxes like oh, from a year like every other bloody week, just about just random crap like Christmas and <laughs> all the holidays and <laughs> partying and you know, night packs and rave yeah, packs. Yeah, so and, um, a while ago... Uh, EA was giving out the Sims 2, like the the complete, the whole complete Sims 2, like for free. And they would like tell you to use this code. And I don't know if you could still use it, but I got it, I got it for free. And it was literally every piece of DLC. So pets and, and, and all that shit was in there. Um, was pets spelt with a Z? No. It, this ah. isn't a Ubisoft game. No, but... The Sims herbs that was with a Z, but that's, but that's the herbs. You don't put an S in front <laughs> of the herbs. Also, I have that game on like GameCube, I think, or is it hmm. PS2? It's one of those two. I don't know. I kind of like that game too. Um, I heard that was going to be actually really quite good. Yeah, no, that was I think one of the only Sims console games, um, at least at that time, where you were actually able to like travel around the town. Um, you get like an apartment, which is like small, but I think eventually you can get like bigger apartments and like new, like house. I don't know. I didn't get far, but, uh, what I liked about it was though, um, this doesn't happen in, uh, even like the new Sims games. Like you go, you can go to like a job and uh, apparently you don't have to like be like tied into that job. You just go there 
and like you hit X or whatever, and it starts up like a mini game, and and like how well you do like affects how much money you get, and your skill goes up by over time, I believe. So it was interesting, but that game, that game uses a lot of memory on the memory card, so that's pretty bad. It uses, I think it uses up like half a memory card, like half. No, not half. It uses a lot of space, we'll just say. More space than it should. But I think it's because it saves the town. Which is a lot of memory. I remember memory sticks. Well, memory cards. Yeah. Well, I don't... I barely use memory cards now because I have like a, a modded PS2. So just I just save it to the hard drive for new, new, new games that I install. Do you know what? I've got the soft-modded original Xbox... It's soft or is it hard modded? Which one? No, I think it's just it's just soft okay. modded. I didn't know you could soft mod those. And it's got like a meme built into it. Yeah. And I so wanted to find the Lamborghini game that was being made by Rage because I've seen it finished, fully done because it was ready to go. Then Rage went under. And then EA got the license for Lamborghini, so they weren't allowed to release it. And then they changed it around, and a couple of years later, Juiced came out. And it's basically the same right. sort of gameplay. yeah. And so the game's finished. It's exclusive to the original Xbox. And I have seen ROMs of it out, but it's I don't know where the hell to try and find them. And because it's soft-modded, I have been told that, yes... I can connect it to the PC and drag the files directly onto the hard drive t- to make it think it's a, a CD disc. Basically, yeah. You know, and I'd love to do that. Yeah, I have a but... I have a modded Xbox as well. Mm. That's that's fun. There's so much shit you can do with a modded Xbox compared to a, uh, a PS2. Yeah, I, mean, I looked at getting the because you can get the Killer Instinct one and two running on it as well. Well, yeah, I mean, you put MAME on there and you could get, like, arcade games and shit on there. I think the the MAME one, the Killer Instincts wouldn't run on it. You have to do a, a separate program that just, you know, emulates Killer Instinct 1 and 2. That's weird. But then again, it's probably because the Xbox doesn't have enough RAM for it to dump the file into to extract. I, I don't know. I had... Before I removed it, I had a PlayStation emulator on the Xbox. Oh, yeah, but PlayStation doesn't have that much... You know, you, you imagine a PlayStation, I think it's only got, like, is it half a gig of RAM or something? It's not even... It's tiny. Um, is 512 right? That, well, that sounds part. right, but I'm not sure it if even, that is It might right. even be... It, it might be less like than that. I think the PS2 yeah, might, might have 512. Yeah, I think the PS2 might have 512 megabytes. Yeah, so, you know, basically it can dump the whole lot into the Xbox's memory and run it from that. Yeah. Whereas an arcade game... Yeah, no, because arcade games had their own hardware, yeah. So it's probably just because they used... Probably it used the same, like, silicon graphics. Do you know, you know, like, the same as, like, Donkey Kong Country sort of thing. I, sure. You know, I've never heard of it called silicon graphics, but... It, when it, when they first came out, they were that's what they were called. I never heard of that, but all right. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Anyway, so we move into a bit more of a modern time. What else have you been playing? Uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst Beta. Or, I'm sorry, Beta. Thank you. 
It's so stupid. But, um, yeah, no, I was really impressed with what I played. I didn't play too, too much, but, uh, I really liked what I played. Uh, so apparently there's some kind of like progression system. So you get experience and you level up and you get like skill points, which is really weird because when you start out, you don't have a lot of the stuff that you had in like, uh, the first mirror's edge. So this is supposed to be like a prequel. Yeah. Um, and this is you getting out of jail. Um, this is when, uh, faith is younger. And uh, she just gets out of jail. She had a, like a two-year sentence or something. Well, so the first of all, I said it was going to be like a nothing really to do with the original. It's just like a complete remake, a retelling. And then they say, no, it's kind of a prequel, but it's also no, it's pretty much, doesn't it's follow pretty much a prequel, it, yeah. but it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So like, it's not exactly a prequel, like you said, because a lot of the the technology and everything around is like more advanced than it was in Mirror's Edge. So it's like the same character but she's younger in like what's supposed to be the same town but it's different. I I don't know, but whatever. Um what's really cool about this is it's actually open world and that's something that I really wanted for the first Mirror's Edge. Uh because it was so linear not in the sense of how how you got to your location, but in the sense that there was only one specific location you can go to. Whereas here, there's things you can uh, collect. And um, it gains, like I said, you, you gain experience. And uh, what I found annoying, though, was you don't have that role. So when you jump from a high height, um, you don't have that role automatically. You do some kind of weird... I don't even know what it is. Some weird. <laughs> you put like you like you land, but you put your you put your hands on the ground and then you continue running. So like you slow down a bit, or yeah. actually quite a bit, but it doesn't hurt you. Um, and then you, the first thing I unlocked was the roll because that's you need it. You slow down. It keeps a little your bit. momentum yeah, up. Yeah, you, you slow down a little bit, but it's well worth it to use and have it. And it was, re- it felt really weird, but they, they added new mechanics. So like you could be running and then there'd be like a pipe at the end of the hallway or whatever. And you can like hit your action button or whatever it is. Cause I played this on PC. So a lot of the jumping and parkour stuff or free running stuff, whatever you want to call it is space bar. So when you're running up, you can actually hit the action button and you will put your hand on the pipe and you will slide around the corner on the pipe. Um, which is really cool. Does it still have the sort of like, because I'm sure on the original, was it like a, a high and a low sort of thing? What do you mean? I'm sure as you're running, you could press like L1 or L2 as like a, to jump over something or duck under something. Yeah, so there's obviously jumping and yeah, you can do slides and stuff like that. Because um, I, I quite enjoyed the original and then it got to a point where... If you didn't do what it wanted you to to do at the exact time, you couldn't actually do the game. You know, you had to jump up buildings and jump, and you had to do exactly how the designers designed it, otherwise you couldn't do it. Mm, it I mean, it in that first hard. game, it wasn't exactly how it was designed because there were different ways to get to 
to those areas, but it was more, it was kind of linear, but uh, like in this, so what's interesting is something I said for the first game was the combat doesn't really make sense and it's not like great. It doesn't really have a place in that game. Um, and I prefer that they didn't have combat. Uh, I played this game and they did the combat so well that it, it works. And like, I don't mind that they actually still have combat, but, um, I haven't seen anything with guns really in that game, but the hand to hand combat is, uh, pretty good. There's a lot of, there's a lot of mechanics to that. And, um, uh, enemies have like health bars over their heads that you can see and there's different tiers of enemies so like there's a normal enemy that has like a, a like a like a, a club or a nightstick or whatever you want to call it and then there's uh, a higher like w one tier higher is the there's enemies with um, helmets and they have padded armor so they take a little bit more hits but you can like do this move where you actually dodge and you you like kite around them and you can attack them and there's there's light attacks and there's strong attacks and uh it really matters how you play the game here because the you can do something where like you 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 run onto a wall you jump off the wall and like kick the guy in the face and uh there's a new system where uh while you're running if you time it right you can actually knock the guys out in one hit and keep your momentum for the most part which is really interesting, and uh, you know I don't I don't know what else to say because I don't I haven't played this that much, and then my time expired. Um, but this is coming out soon. Excuse yeah, me. it just got delayed a couple of weeks. Oh, did it? Yeah. When's the date now? It's I think it's the middle of next. Over there, we're still in April. It was supposed to come out. Uh, I think it was like. Is the... it coming out in June? Yes, seventh. Uh, I think it was supposed to come out like the twentieth or something of May, and it's been right. delayed until. And they sort of said that they've delayed it because they want to hear fans' feedback from the, the beta. The beta. Yeah, <laughs> and they want to hear fans' feedback so they can implement changes, which I think is a lot of tosh. If. If anything, because, like, I don't want them to change anything from what I played. Well, no, basically, you... I mean, look at the Gears of War. They've just had the, their beta this week. I haven't, last I week. haven't played... I don't own that version of Ultimate Edition. I have the PC version, so no, oh, no beta for it, me. It's it's now available to everyone. Oh, really? Yeah, it was. it's available for two weeks. First week was just for people who had Gears of War Ultimate. Did this run out or is this still going on? I think it's still running this weekend. Oh, okay. So I'd like to check that out. Uh, because the because Gears, uh, the port of Gears to Windows 10 was actually pretty good. The port of Quantum Break was not so good. Yeah, so Mirror's Edge, I believe, is June 7th it comes out. Um, that's awesome because... Uh, I'm taking off for my birthday and the day after, and that's the same week. Mm. And uh, that's going to be awesome, because I'm just going to be playing a lot of Mirror's Edge. But it's like, I know for a fact, because my uncle, he's He works at Nintendo? No, he works at <laughs> EA Vancouver. He did the Fight Night years and years ago when they first came oh, out. Oh, nice. And 
basically when whenever they're in beta stage they still need to get it okayed by the developer and that can take up to a month before it gets okayed so if they're saying oh we're delaying it two weeks to implement change you say no you're not you just moved it out of where it was because there was like three or four really big games around you so you've moved it a few weeks out which is a smart play Yes, but couldn't they just be honest about that? Um, this is the games industry. I don't know. I don't know if you're aware of that. Yeah, but do you know what I mean? Though it's you know, I just think... what are they going to say? We're pushing back the date because we want to make sure that people pay attention to our game. That kind of sounds well, no, bad. because they could be honest and say when Mirror's Edge first came out, there's I think it was 28 games released on that day. <laughs> yes, <laughs> when they released Mirror's Edge. And no one knew about Mirror's Edge because it was they all went for the top. Also, anyone who hasn't played Mirror's Edge, totally suggest it. I am looking forward. Uh, I'm. I'll be honest. I'm excited to play the new Mirror's Edge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I quite like the idea, but I just think it's 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 much better here. So there are um, there are some missions where you have to run from one place to the other. And it's not a set path, but there is a suggested path you can follow. But if you know where you're going, there there are faster ways and you can get there quicker. Does the like the path that you're going on, does it still like illuminate red? So this is interesting. You can change the runner vision, which means that it like highlights things in red. So what I did automatically was I turned it to classic mode, which means it's just like the first Mirror's Edge. I think I might actually turn it off, but um, there's the new version, there's classic, and I think there's just off. I think there's only three settings. I didn't really like the new version, and the the classic version is more modernized, so it does the Mirror's Edge stuff, but it also sometimes puts like arrows on the walls showing that you can run up it. Like across it or whatever, so you can jump to the. Ne- I think I'm just gonna turn it off because I know how to play Mirror's Edge. I think I'm just gonna turn it off and and see how I do. Um, but a lot of things in that game are still white, which I didn't <laughs> I didn't fully like in Mirror's Edge. It felt like everything was clean, and that's not. I think that was my favorite. Like that was my favorite bit. But I guess it's because it's like futuristic. I don't know. I think it definitely gives I you a different for feeling. Me, I liked it better because at the time there was a lot of games that were like brown and grey. Yeah, I guess. That might and be it. Just that might be completely it. But it, different. I think it might also be because it was in a futuristic setting. Whereas this is way more futuristic than the first Mirror's Edge, which makes no sense. Should I say what I've been playing? Yeah. No, you shouldn't. We should move on to <laughs> 10 minutes of nothing. I think we actually surpassed that. So go on. You reckon? <laughs> So I don't know what your if, if you like the sort of like the telltale sort of design of games. I do. You know, like the the Walking Dead, those sort of games. Like in a visual sense, or in a sense of like it's a story and it unfolds. It's a story that unfolds, and you do minimal things to make it happen. Min- <laughs> that's a good sum. That's a good summary. <laughs> um, I mean, I do like that. I do like stories. 
because I've been playing the second part of a game called Blues and Bullets. What is this about? Basically, it's like, imagine a game that looks like Sin City. So it's all black and white. And it's got red, so blood. For blood? Yeah, I was just going to ask. (laughs) The guy's tie is red. Okay. And I, that's got, a good that's a good style if you if you play it right and it, it does it looks it's i think with that type of graphical style you can get away with it having less detail yes but it still looks yes. really nice yes because it's a it's the it's the art style and there's when you do that kind of art style you don't have super detail to things because that and, makes it look worse and i mean for me the first episode I absolutely loved. Okay. Brilliant. How was the second episode? Second episode, I've only put in about half an hour. Okay. And literally 20 minutes of that half an hour, you're sat talking to someone and just randomly selecting an answer and listening. I'm going to I'm gonna say you didn't like that. No. The, <laughs> the first one, you had to go to, like, it's basically set in the 19... 50s, 60s, like... Okay. Oh, God, what the hell's his name? Al Capone. Okay. It's got Al Capone in as if he's, like, now in his late 50s, 60s. He didn't die. He actually came... He went into prison, and he's came out of prison. Okay. And it's an alternate history sort of thing. I might have to buy this. And... Was this on Steam? It's Steam, PS4, Xbox One. Yeah, I might have and to I think buy this. The first episode's only like three ninety nine. Yeah, I'm oh, gonna I'm have not, to buy this. So it's only about two dollars. I'm gonna, yeah, no, I'm gonna have to buy this. And but the first episode is absolutely brilliant. And the f- end of the first episode, you have to try to find someone to get information because Al Capone's daughter, well, granddaughter's being kidnapped, and you're the police officer who put Al Capone in prison. And Al Capone swore he was going to kill you, but he thinks you're the only police officer who's now retired that's capable of finding his granddaughter. So there's an uneasy truce, you know, to try to them get together. That's awesome. And, but at the end of the first episode, you go into the guy's apartment uh, house to ask him questions to find out information. And when you get in there, there's a, a man that's literally skewered by metal what? sort of stuff. And he's like held up like a rag doll. His hands have been ripped off. His eyes have been scooped up and his teeth have been pulled out one by one. Is this an erotic game? No. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking they ended the first episode like that and now... They're gonna ease, go back a bit, more story, more depth, and then after the next sort of half hour or so, then this it'll start to kick in again. Cause anyway, I interviewed this guy as well. I'm sure this interview will be up this week on the OUG Talks podcast. Um, it's gonna take a lot of editing because he had his like his newborn, sort of, well, not newborn, but he had like a little, I think, two year old child with him. Oh, you're going to edit that, but you're not going to edit this. So. <laughs> wow. Oh, it was, I have to edit it because he had to leave the room every few minutes to check on him. 
what if I what if I had to leave the room every time I screwed up that reading? <laughs> It'd have taken a lot longer. <laughs> but yeah, so Blues and Bullets, I would recommend it just for the first episode alone. Just play the first episode, that's all you need. Is this complete or is it still coming out in episodes? It's unfortunately they're a really small team and unlike Telltale who basically when when they released episode one, they're already working on like episode three and four, so they wait. You know what I mean? So they can basically have yeah. But with Telltale, it takes months for like another episode to come out. Uh, this one, the first episode came out towards the end of last year, maybe okay. a bit earlier. So it it has been about six months. You know, between I don't one blame and two. them though because they're a small group. Yeah, um, that sounds awesome though. I really need to get this. But yeah, and the only problem is I loved it. It's perfect for me. You know, it's somewhere where I can actually sit, where you think you're... A lot of people deep... sit while they play games. I don't, I don't know ah. if you know this. <laughs> I'm sitting right now and I'm not even playing a game. But I mean, it's the same with like Telltale's games. Some yeah. people love them for the story, but other people hate them because you don't do anything. I like them. I'm not like super crazy, but I'm interested in them. So, yeah, I'd easily recommend that. Again, next game, well, Football Manager 15. All right, next still, game. Still playing it. No, next I game. Won, I won the league last year, so I'm still kicking ass. Next game. Next game, then. <laughs> for some reason, it must have been because it was the, on the Games for Gold for free, the Killer Instinct, the original. Because when you bought the full pack of Killer Instinct, you actually got Killer Instinct Classic. You actually bought the new Killer Instinct game? I didn't know you could buy it. Yeah, it's basically free-to-play, right. or if you want to buy all the characters, you pay about £15, okay. so about $20. Yeah. That's, not, that's actually not too bad. And I did that, but if you wanted the original game as well, I think you had to pay about $35. Wow, so you're paying 15 for this. Basically. You know, but because it was on Games for Gold, oh, it just okay. un- it unlocked that for me. You know, I'd already bought the game itself, but it unlocked this extra. So I actually tried it out, and oh my god, I can't believe how bad it is now. Anyway, moving on then. I did play the Gears of War for beta. The beta. <laughs> I have to think when I'm saying it now. <laughs> And, I mean, don't get me wrong, I loved all three Gears of War Okay, campaigns. so I'm, I'm guessing that you're going to say that you don't really like this one. But, I don't like the Gears of War third-person multiplayer sort of component. Okay. I've never been a fan of third-person multiplayer games. So you're kind of in the boat with Jeff Grossman saying that this is bullshit and the stupid shotgun shit is stupid. I have no idea. I just turned it on, ran around a bit and then got killed a lot and turned it off. <laughs> that sound, yep, no, that sounds like something you do. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I love the, the campaign. I wish that I'd, like, one level of campaign, but I guess... I'm going to get it for the campaign, but I, yeah. I... If they have a horde mode, I will play it. 
and all the other shit, but I'm not going to play competitive because it's like 99% of people doing super crazy rolls and using shotguns at close range. Yeah, I had no idea what the hell was going on. Yeah, exactly. But again, I've never really played any of the Gears of Wars online, so... Yeah, you also shouldn't. (laughs) Unless it's like like player versus everyone, or PvE, or whatever the fuck off. I used to be quite good at Halo 2. But Halo 2 actually took skill. Well, I don't know, I was quite good at it. So you're you know? so, so you're dissing it. You're dissing yourself. I guess at that time there was only three games I'd play, and that was Halo Two, Project Gotham Racing. I knew there was a racing game two, there. and oh, was it three? No, three no, was three sixty. And it was ISS Pro Four. I think it was ISIS. You were supporting <laughs> ISIS. <laughs> Yeah, so basically <laughs> Pez. Pro Evolution. Oh, soccer. I love Pez candies. <laughs> so yeah, so Gears of War. I think you could tell also that this game is really what you would call a beta because it looked a bit shit. Well, that's mean. And I'd call it a beta. It, it's it's literally not coming out till like November sort of time or yeah, just before a, November. Yeah, they still have a lot of time. So you know, so this is literally just also we do want to fine tune things. What are the chances they're going to push the game back? I don't think they will. They've already set it down I, to try to get it out before some of the other big names. Either either it's going to be a mess when it comes out, or they push it back. Nah, I think they already had it playable like. Year, about a year ago, so I think the just because it's playable doesn't mean that there won't be some game breaking bug or something in there when it comes out. Look at Master Chief Collection. Yeah, but that was uh, it's still broken to a point. That was like a pot house that did that, wasn't it? it? Wasn't was it? I thought it was a Microsoft in house studio. No, it was a pot. Wasn't I? Did not. I'm know sure. That. Who's the? Oh God, three four three. No, I can't remember. Who's what? It was... I'm sure they did a first-person shooter. I'm sure they did map packs for... But I can't remember. It was... I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, it was basically done by someone else. And But of course, they don't mention that. Yeah. Next game, I think you'd be quite interested in. And that was Dino Eggs Rebirth. Is this because it has dinosaurs in it? Or what? No, it's... Basically, a 1983 Apple II game that's been remade. Oh. But it still plays... Is this like like a Bejeweled or something? No, it's like an old-school platformer like the original Mario. I don't know if I'll be interested. I'm not crazy about platformers. So it's like a single-screen sort of platformer where you've got to collect eggs, dodge obstacles... And then get back to your warp to warp the eggs. So is this like the... 3D now or is it still like pixel? It's or... it's still pixel. Okay. still, And you can actually change the settings so you can change to two new art styles which still look quite old. Or you can actually take all the background colour out to make it look more like the original. That sounds interesting. David Schroeder. He was a great guy. Really nice to talk to. I feel like a lot of people that you interview are nice people and they're good to talk to. I there's been a couple. 
that I wouldn't want to talk to ever again. Whoa, really? Yeah. We need to talk about this <laughs> off air. <laughs> so the last game that I've played this week, a game called Soccer Rage. I saw the, it was just like the picture on. Do you become you know, angry? I didn't know what to expect. It, it's still in early access. You obviously expected it to be bad because apparently when people call it soccer, it's bad. I mean, I've actually just uploaded, I think it was like a 15-minute a video of me playing it on our YouTube channel. And it's probably the first time in a long time I was laughing out loud. Why? What's funny about it? Basically, it looks a bit rubbish. The animation's a bit rubbish. So, when you score a goal, and do you know when you do your celebration? No. When you're walking and then it cuts to the animation, there's like a second gap between walking to stopping to all of a sudden going to another animation. So that looks really funny. And you can... All the main characters, they look like cyborgs. Okay, I might be they in. Actually, they actually look like... Do you know the new Robocop? Yeah. They look like that type of cyborg. <laughs> okay. So they look pretty cool. Do, uh, do you get into like fist fights in this game? I just like if if that was a thing, I might actually get this game. Right, I'm gonna say something that made me. There's two things that actually made me nearly cry live when I was recording it. First one, when you're playing, it all, all of a sudden two characters hit each other, and then the other. I was playing five aside, so all the other team members surrounded you and then it cuts off and it just says across the screen saying fight <laughs> and then it comes back and it's one of the most basic one-on-one fighting games imagine the original rise of the robots i don't know what that is uh it, it was supposed to be brilliant it had really good at graphics but it played like shit and it reminds me so much of that game but it's just so funny and if you actually kill your opponent, you hit him a couple of times and his helmet comes off. Then you hit him a few more times and then he just disintegrates helmet. into bits. He's like got a helmet on or something okay. and that comes off. I think it's not a cyborg. I think it's like a guy, but he's, they look like wearing a suit. Okay. But after you've hit him a few times, the arms and legs just pop off and he just collapses to the floor. <laughs> I might have to get this game. <laughs> and then it sort of like, it says that like you win or you lose. And then it cuts back to the normal football sort of side view. And there's no, like, substitutes for that guy? There's no substitutes. There's just, like, a torso in the middle of the pitch where he died. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, eventually you can make it, like, a, un- a very unfair game where it's, like, Two people on one team, and there's, like, four or five on the other. Well, I mean, it got to the point where, just in the normal match, I guess you you must have a power meter, which I didn't re- I didn't notice. But you must have, like, a power bar. And they were doing, like, slide tackles on me, and one of my men just blew up into bits. <laughs> Are and... these, like, ragdoll pieces, or what? <laughs> I can't... Uh... It was just so funny just watching it go... It just, like... I might have to actually watch it. I need to watch this video. I want to see this. And once that happened, then it came up saying, I've had to forfeit the game because I've got too few players. Oh, wow. 
you know, but it was just like, it was so funny. It was so funny. <laughs> that sounds great. I mean, the problem is the football bit of it's not very good. The fighting's not very good. But altogether, it's just what so funny. What makes it is like the bodies exploding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I literally could not help. I was almost crying. It was so funny. And I think that was about six pound. So it was like five bucks, seven bucks. I don't know. How I'd do say that. about four or five bucks, yeah. Okay. And is that, yeah, on, that is that on Steam? Steam early access, yeah. Okay. Oh, it's early access, so maybe there'll be yeah. more explosions by the time the game well, comes out. Well, when you select your characters, there's only, I think, six available, and it's got, like, loads of others grayed out. And on the main menu, it's got single-player tournament, and then multiplayer's grayed out at the minute. So it looks like they're still adding bits and bobs to it. Yeah. But I mean, I, can't, I don't know if you're probably not but there was an old game on ps2 and gamecube and all the others called red card soccer nope which was a forerunner to like the segas and the nintendo's you know like mario strikers yeah. the football game the arcade you one. mean the soccer game yeah yeah and basically the, it plays similar to that way it's you hold the power except you can't explode and... those characters <laughs> Oh, God. I'm glad I bought it. Just <laughs> just because it's fucking stupid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, God. But it's it's one of those games where it, when you're playing it at the time, it's, it's so bad because you go to pass it and it just randomly passes the opposite direction to where you wanted it to go. Sounds good. You know, so it's... Oh, they get the ball. It's like an open goal and you can see the power bar filling up. And then all of a sudden, they shoot completely the opposite sort of side to where they should be facing. You know, so it's just very random, very weird. Buggy as hell, glitchy as hell, but... <laughs> just the one-on-one fighting and the fact that my guy got hit and he just crumpled into, like, little section bits. It was just like, oh, yeah, that's so good. I'm glad I paid the money to that developer. <laughs> and another thing, you can tell they're a, a tiny developer... Because whenever there was a loading screen, it just flashed it with their development logo sort of name. Okay. So whenever it loaded, like, the next level or the next bit or, you know, the the fighting screen or whatever, it, it flashed up their logo. So that was quite, quite weird. Oh, it was good. It was so good. Sounds good. Damn. So I think we'll move on to 10 Minutes of Nothing. Up next on the 1UP Gaming Podcast is 10 Minutes of Nothing. Will it be the team talking about nothing or a guest interview? Stick around and find out now. It's 10 Minutes of Nothing. Yeah, 10 Minutes of Nothing. This is the 10 Minutes of Nothing. There will have been a jingle there because we do have jingles. I do like my jingles, you'll work this out. Sure. And for 10 minutes of nothing, I thought we would go back and cover Quantum Break. Because I remember a couple of weeks ago, the last time you were on, you were being quite negative, although you hadn't played it. And I was being very positive. Was I being negative? Yeah, because you were saying about the Giant Bomb review. Uh, That doesn't mean I was being negative. No, no, no. no, I'm saying you were... 
Okay. You were saying about that review, and it was yeah, really quite uh, negative. Apparently, yeah, apparently it was pretty negative. Um, I mean, so I played on the computer. I played the Windows 10 version, which is the worst version to play, because uh, it's so poorly optimized. Uh, but, uh, you know, I did the best I could with that. Uh, other than that, um, I feel it's, it's, it's too short, at least too short for me. But from what I played and all the episodes that I've seen and all that, like, I really enjoyed playing it. And it actually, like, I enjoyed playing it so much I played it a lot and I finished it within a few days. Yeah, I played it and completed it really quite quickly as well. Yeah, um, and there are a few things that I might want to change about it, but other than that, it's a pretty good game. I mean, without going into too much detail, for me, the worst part of the entire game was the end-of-game boss. <laughs> yeah, it was like... Because there wasn't, there weren't really bosses in that game. There were, like, tougher enemies, but they weren't yeah. really, like, bosses. And then they made this whole thing up at the end, and it was like, he's the boss! And it's like, what? And then, not... But the thing is, they also didn't set it... Like, they set it up like a boss, but didn't didn't exactly play like a boss in the way that if this was a boss battle in a different game, the like, it would be a longer battle. Whereas this was like, you could literally kill the boss with two bullets or something like that. Yeah, like, but I mean, like for me, the problem, the problem with it was it didn't actually tell you what was happening. Yeah. Um, so that I was took just me randomly to dying if I worked out yeah. what the hell you were so supposed I to do. So I did figure out you were supposed to dodge those things, but I... Well, I just ran to the opposite side of the map. Yeah, I didn't figure out exactly how far I had to go, though. Um, and then I figured it out. But what pissed me off was, um, it didn't... When you die, you it didn't start the boss battle. It started from... Right before that, with the battle with everyone else, before the and boss comes in, with the cutscene and yeah, they thankfully you could skip. But yeah, still. you could skip it, but yeah. And the other thing that annoyed me about that was when he disappeared, when you had to run away to avoid being killed. Yeah. When he reappeared for you to attack, it took me about five, ten deaths just to work out where the hell he appeared. See, I had no trouble with that. I saw immediately where he was. Yeah, but I, I guess it it was one of those things. Do you know when you do your fast-forward run? Yeah. I did that one time, and I let go. And he, when you do that, you automatically sort of, like, go to your enemy to face him, to shoot him. Right. So, luckily, I, I ran around the corner, let go, and I, was, I looked up and faced him. It's like, ah, he's up there. So... But before that, I was just running around in circles, like, where the hell is he? I don't know about you, but the, I don't was it five episodes of the TV sort of series? I thought there was, I, I thought it was like four? No, I think there was five, but that, I might be wrong. But because I'm sure... you didn't get an FM, or at least I didn't get an FMV cutscene at the end. It was the whole faux choice thing where it's like he's standing in front of two things that look like choices and then the game just ends. I'm sure there was four sections. One, two, three, four. Then you kill the boss, and then you get your fifth one. I'm sure I got that. 
I killed the boss and then it did the whole thing. Uh, it did the whole reveal and that wasn't FMV. That was just, it wasn't in engine. I think it was pre-rendered, pre-rendered, but still wasn't like real people. Um, and then the whole, you know, it was the whole reveal. And then here's he, he's standing there and you have this faux choice thing and then it ends. Yeah, because I'm sure I'm man. I didn't get any FMV or anything. It's like Jack's sat in the room being interviewed. Mm-hmm, yeah. And, uh, but I can't, as I say, it's literally about a month and a half ago when I, when I sort of completed it. Yeah, no, there, but, there was no FMV at that end. It did end quite quickly, which it did. I I assume that they'll release like a a single player add on. There has to be some kind of add on to that because there's there's no way the game ends like that. They end it too short, and the whole game is short itself. And I mean, as I was saying about the full motion video bits, I watched the first episode and I thought, oh, it's a bit rubbish. Really, I really liked it. But by the time it got to the end of the second one, I was proper into it. And then the next couple, it was just like, as I've, I think we were talking over email, I was proper shocked at how, you know, like, like the Game of thrones sort of thing where it's just like, they can't kill him, they can't kill him. Oh my God, they killed him. You know, it was just random deaths and blood and swearing. and But I, I got quite into some of the characters after what I thought was a slow start. Yeah, I... So, how did you feel about the choices? Um, the choices themselves, I understand why they did it that way. Otherwise, they'd have had to have filmed hundreds of little separate bits to try to edit it all together to, to make you... Whereas this way, they can just do two hard choices and maybe put in little Easter eggs that you've completed during that last level. I always chose... Like, it was weird. So, all the choices that I wanted to make were all the left choices. I can't remember. What was your first one you did? Was it to cover up or was it to? It was. It was kill the everyone? hard line way. No, I, I covered it up. Yeah. So your hard line way. The girl that they kill basically shoot her in the head. Yeah. She's my aide throughout the whole game. Really. Yeah, you break her out and save her, and she's like your computer hacker friend. Oh, huh. That's interesting. You know. So that so you, I mean. you actually got a pretty different like playthrough than I did. I assume that during your playthrough, you had someone who was helping you with communications and telling you where to go. Uh, kind of? You know, that's what she was doing, you know. But yeah, it's... I mean, I will go back to it. It's just that at the moment, I've got a couple of games I have to review, so... Yeah, I'm going to play it on the Xbox this time, see how different mm. it is. But I mean... As I say, the worst part about the whole game was that end of game boss. That and was kind of, of dumb. And some of the platforming levels, they looked amazing. But like where, do you know, like the bits where there's like a bridge and it's like stuttering inside I reality. I thought that stuff was pretty cool. It. I just thought his movement and his jumping and that was pretty rubbish for that type of p- precision needed. I thought it was fine. But yeah, other than that, I honestly think it was one of the better games released this year. You know, it was really fun to play. Really, I, I loved the powers. You know, just added some of... Uh, the game plays like a very standard third-person shooter. But to mix in those powers as well, I just think it 
it just spiced up a bit. I did like the... F- I mean, I took a bit of offence of what, as you said, the giant bombs, I think they said, where they said that the TV series about not about the main character is stupid. I think that's missing the point because yeah. if the TV series was the main character, it's like, well, there's no point in having that. They might as well just make that the yeah, full game. Yeah, there's no point in having the gameplay of the character that you're controlling then. Yeah. Because and what I are you going to do? Are really you well. going, you're going to play those characters and not watch the FMV sequences? That doesn't yeah. really fit. You know, and I thought it was quite well done. Like, I think it, was, it must have been the, the end of the first or the second episode where the two guys have got guns pointing at each other and then you play the section where you nick their weapons and then when it goes back to the full motion video bit, they're still frozen in time, but when they come out of that, the guns have been nicked. Well, no, the way it went was... Uh, they were pointing guns at each other, then their guns were taken away. And then, uh, after that FMV, um, the sequence that you played was that it wasn't... Right then, so there's the 10 minute timer. Should we talk about news or should we just get out of here? No, let's, let's talk about news. And now, it's this week's news! With 1UP Gaming! Right then. <clears throat> no, you don't need to do that. I have jingles. Well, well, I have jingles too, but that doesn't mean I talk about them. <laughs> oh, you mean you play a two? Oh, oh, okay. So Nintendo's finally come out and said the Nintendo NX will be released worldwide March 2017. I that you know that's what I thought. Not the March part, but somewhere. In somewhat early uh, 2017. I'm shocked. I'm not. A lot of people were saying 2016. I was like, that's that's too early. I'm shocked. Why? Because they've said that the NX will not be at E3. Yeah. They don't really go to E3. I know. For a big console launch, but then again, they released they had the Nintendo Wii U at E3, and no one knew what that was. Yeah, they're probably going to do a direct about this. Yeah, I think a couple of weeks, a month or so after E3, I think they'll do it. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know about you, but they've said now that Zelda for Wii U is being delayed. And it's going to be a launch title for NX, yeah, so they're both this. coming out the same day. For me, they should have released the Wii U version to try to sell as many games as they can on Wii U. And then when the NX and launches... And then make it so that when the NX comes out, nobody has a reason to buy it? Well, no, because if they say, look, That's, we've added all this shiny new stuff... I think that might be one of the dungeons. reasons why. Because people want to get the new Zelda game. And it's not coming out for a Wii U. That means they have to buy an NX. That means that sales are going to be better then. Because if they released it for Wii U, people, and then they released it for NX, people are going to say, why should I buy another copy of Zelda if I already have it for Wii U? 
it's the same game. Yeah, but they did the same thing for Smash Brothers. They released it for 3DS first, and then a few months later it came out for Wii U. Um, well, that's because that's... Blow me. That's because it's Smash Brothers. You know, they knew people wanted it, so they would buy the 3DS version first, and then once the but can you, proper big but full can version you inti- came out... Would you be able to integrate the Wii U version of Zelda into... The NX version. Yeah, but if the uh, Wii U version came out like summer, like it was going to this year, like like three months' time, whatever it was, it would have been a good eight months before the NX version comes out. So they could have had added loads more dungeons, loads more weapons, loads more... Well, that's not right. Why would they do that? Know, it's so they've got a game for launch that everyone knows is great, and then all the Nintendo fans are like, I must buy it because it's got all this added content. I feel like they made a good choice. I think they've done the same as what they did with the Virtual Boy. <laughs> and that's the Wii U's dead. We don't care. Because, I mean, what else is coming out for the Wii U? Games? In, I mean, I know it's the end of April, but basically almost a year before the NX sort of comes out, what has Nintendo got to come out really for the Wii U? Uh, I mean, Star Fox came out recently. Yeah, but come on, that's not the best of games. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I haven't played it, so I wouldn't know. But I, I don't know. I really don't know. I just, like I said, I feel like just releasing it for the NX is a smart idea. But I think what might be funny is Nintendo have said <clears throat> that the Nintendo NX will be better technology, tech, you know, it'll have better chips in than the PS4 and the Xbox One. Mm. But there's rumours now that came out today that Microsoft are going to unveil their next console with upgraded hardware at E3. Which, th- this shit is ridiculous with... Sony and Microsoft releasing, like, new hardware? Like, why why didn't you just wait and then release these instead what, of releasing what the might other be consoles? funny? What might be funny is, Nintendo were hoping they'd come to market being the most powerful machine. But it'll be funny if the Xbox 1.5, whatever you want to call it, and the PS4K, if they release at the end of this year... So when Nintendo's NX releases next year, it's like, it's still not as powerful as those machines. Yeah, but... but It's just... It's ridiculous, this whole new, let's release the same hardware, but a little more powerful. That's, That's pretty ridiculous. I still think Sony, they decided to do the same thing as what Sega did. I mean, it didn't work out well for Sega, but, you know, 
what did work out for Sega? When Sega manufactured, I can't remember the cartridge. Was it SVP, SVT, something like that? I don't know. The chip inside the Mega Drive okay. or Genesis game for Virtual Racing. Yeah. In the UK, that game was about ninety pound to buy because it it had the like a advanced graphics chip built into the cartridge. Right. And what Sega decided was, instead of charging £90 per game, they would make an add-on called the 32X, which had that <laughs> that chip built That's in. That's bullshit, yeah. And then the games would be, be back to 40 quid. You, you see how well that worked, right? Yes. <laughs> so, to me, I'm thinking... Wait, wait, I know what Sony needs to do. They need to make a CD attachment for the PS4. <laughs> I need to make a cartridge attachment. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Sony, I think the engineers were like, this machine can barely, and this is not me being shitty to Sony or the PlayStation 4, but it can barely play this generation of games in 1080p at 60 frames a second. Let's be honest, the Xbox One hardware is worse than the PS4's hardware. Oh, so. yeah. But the Xbox One... Your fucking fanboy. ...isn't releasing a 3D VR headset, which requires two 1080p screens. I, are they rendering at, that at 1080? I thought they were running, rendering that at a lower resolution. I think it's 900 summit. But it's still yeah, two screens at that, and they have to have it. At, I think it's either a ninety or a hundred. I think it's a hundred and twenty refresh rate, which is more than sixty. Yes, because it has to go back and forth between each. Oh wait, no, it's one screen, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I keep forgetting because it's one screen. That's really weird. If it's under. 90, that's when you get the motion sickness. Really? I did not know that. Yeah. So they've said that they are asking developers that it has to be at this resolution, at this refresh rate. Yeah. So if it's struggling to to put one picture on screen at a steady 60 frames, that's why the VR headset has got what they call a breakout box which is rumoured to be an added GPU sort of graphics to help it. I thought that was just for power. That's what I'm saying. That's what the rumour is. And I'm thinking they're doing what Sega did, where they're thinking instead of making the VR headsets with this box, why don't we just release the PS4 with that built in with the added graphics? So I future VR headsets. Thought it was so that the PS4 can, can be like under 4K. No, that's just the when the PS4 and Xbox One was first announced, they said they're capable of running 4K. It's just a software update. That's no, that's a lie. Because Netflix agreed and said yes, we'll be doing 4K on both those machines. But games. Well, it doesn't matter. It just even 
the PS4 what do you mean it doesn't matter the PS4.5 isn't running uh, isn't running games at 4K it's upscaling the image to 4K okay right so it's still okay, running yeah. the games in the same resolution it's just upscaling the picture quality but it also has better hardware in there yes but I think that's basically just whatever the VR needs to help that out. I don't know. I just find it to be dumb. And because you imagine that's kind the of first... unfair to everyone who bought PS4s before this. But you imagine the shit the first big name developer will get where the PS4K version runs nice. And the old PS4 stutters like hell. This is what I'm saying. I'm saying that it's unfair to everybody who. But Sony have said that's not going to happen because they're going to be made for the PS4 and then upscaled to the new hardware. Which to me, that just means there is no point doing that because it'll just. It'll look like. Do you know a PS2 game you run. On a PC. Yeah. Where it looks a lot cleaner, but because it looks cleaner, it looks a lot squarer. Yeah, you know, because really? it doesn't have. Squarer? Right. right, imagine the Nintendo 64 games on the 64 and then emulated on a PC. Well, they look really weird because the graphics aren't super muddy. But I'm saying it's that type of thing where it's still rendering the same sort of stuff. But because it'll be outputting at a high resolution, it'll just be a bit weird. But... I think this is dumb. I think all yeah, of this yeah. is dumb. I mean, the only way they could get around it would be to have to not release it. Sony and Microsoft to say, we're doing this, we need to do it because we are so underpowered. Compared to PCs now. Well, they were and they were the... underpowered when they came out. Yeah. Let's be honest. They were mid, mid-range PCs at best when they came out three years ago. Maybe. Yeah. Um, and... And I, I enjoy playing on these consoles. Don't get me wrong. But this is dumb. This is... Like, what if they did that... When the PS2 came out, like, uh, and they they said, like, after a year or so, oh, hey, we're releasing a PS2 that has more power. Like, this isn't right. And it's, it's, it's one thing if it would be, like, an attachment to the console, which is still shitty, but not as shitty. But this is, like, a whole new machine. Why didn't they just wait, then? Why didn't they just... Wait to make it more powerful and then release it. Again, I think a lot of it comes down to the VR. And then Microsoft had to do it because they're both supplied by the same hardware chips. So they'd have heard a lot of rumors off their suppliers. Like, oh, we're making new hardware chips with more power for... So they'd be like, Shit, we have to do some it. But I, I still I, reckon. I just think this Microsoft, is Microsoft. I think Microsoft's best option would be to copy what Valve did and basically just release a box called the X 
you know, call it the call Xbox. It, <laughs> you know, it's just literally the Xbox. It's also shaped and, like an X, like the prototype. Well, the original case, one was. Like, yeah, like the prototype case for the original Xbox. And basically, it's just like you you buy Xbox games for it, but those Xbox games also work on a PC. I, okay, I thought you were going to go to somewhere where like, first of all, your idea, I don't like it. But I thought you were going to go to somewhere where it's like, and then you get to stream it from no. Microsoft servers. Because I don't think they I should think, do anything you just said, to be honest. Well, I mean, technically speaking, the Xbox One and the PS4 are just PCs. Not really. That's like saying a PS2 is just like a PC. Well, technically. Okay, so my, my TV is a PC as well, as well as this microphone. Right, because it's what all I'm technology. saying is, the PS, the X, original Xbox, the PS4, and the Xbox One all run on existing PC components, software, and hardware. The 360, the PS3, and all the other machines, they all had custom-made chips and custom-made interface and custom-made hardware which made it a lot more harder for developers to make individual games for them. Oh, Whereas oh. now, they've basically just bought components from, you know, like, graphics card and RAM. They're just off-the-shelf parts bump, bumped into a machine, and then they've just got their Windows 10 with a different skin on the front of it to make it look like a console. I don't know. It's they shouldn't be doing this is all I'm going to say because <laughs> this is dumb. I mean, the one thing I will say is it's stupid to argue about it until it's officially announced because Sony have still not said yes or no they're doing this. But if they do, it's not this is a shit. It depends thing. on how they try to weasel the way around it. It's new hardware and they're like, <laughs> "Hey, we're releasing a better version of the same console." Like, that's not fair. Yeah, but look, the 3DS and the new 3DS. Also, that's not fair either. That's ridiculous. Because, like, that, that's, that should have been... That's ridiculous, too. ...either, like, a complete overhaul of the 3DS, not just a tiny upgrade. Or well, it upgraded the internals. It was It's more powerful, but it also adds a second thumbstick or whatever. Yeah, I had I had the second thumbstick. Was that the add-on you're talking about? The, yeah. Yeah. The thing is, I have an XL, and it's hard to get, like, an XL attach attachment for that. Mm. So, I... I remember buying the, the new 3DS. DS thing is ridiculous, too. So expensive. Uh, and I kind of do want to get one, but also, I don't play my, D- my 3DS that much, so... I solved, man. Yeah. I never touched yeah. it. Yeah. So it looks as though Fallout 4, the the actual user mods are in beta now on PC. Are you talking about the GEC? Because people have been making mods. I don't know. It's just a headline that I grabbed. <laughs> I don't know. It's I just a headline play, that I grabbed. I, I, don't, I, I think don't play the GEC finally came out. What's GEC? Garden of Eden Creation Kit. Alright. Yeah. You see, I don't. And I've also heard that the Maybe you should start Xbox reading One the actual version. articles. <laughs> no, because it's Fallout 5, I don't give a shit. Wow. 
Alright, I'll give you but half the, credit for that. The f- Xbox One, I'm sure they said they're going to be releasing the mods within the next couple of months. Xbox and PS4. They Again, will be I getting just, mods it just said the Xbox enough. One. Yeah, soon. Soon, TM. So, oh, moving on to something else I don't really care about. Wow. Battlefield 5, full reveal will be next week. And uh, from what it's saying in the teasery announcement it looks like it's going to be set in the future this is interesting because people have been saying it looks like it's something from like 1942 it's just the way it says the future you know i'm the actual i kind of i I was reading something and there was a headline saying that apparently battlefield might be like placed in 1942 i mean i know that a couple of months ago there was there was rumors saying battlefield was going to be set in world war one I don't know. How do you do a World War One game? It'll Trench just have World War One characters seem that and they'll great. just run it. It'll, it'll just play exactly the same as World War Two, just with all the guns. How? That's not accurate to World War One, then. To be fair, it's not accurate to World War Two. You know so. what? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I, I, from what I saw, people are saying that it looks like. The new battlefield will be in 1942. Maybe that's a bullshit thing. I don't know. I didn't hear anything about the future, but this sounds interesting, I guess. Breaking news just while I was editing the podcast. It looks though the game's coming out in March, I believe in 2017. And it'll be called Battlefield 5 1944. That is all. Well... On to very important news. Yeah, it looks as though... Lionhead is gone. They've officially closed today. Oh, well, yesterday now, because it's gone midnight. Well, no, today. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's not midnight yet over here. (laughs) I know the sort of... The people at Lionhead, they were sort of, like, putting tweets out saying, oh, we're asking Microsoft if we can have the... the Fable Legends game to release as an indie. And it's like... Why the hell would they give you that? I don't know. Besides, it's Microsoft, yeah. so... <laughs> you know, but it's if it's... I mean, I played the game. Yeah. I did not like the game. It looked nice, but it, I did not like the game. All right. And to me, to release a game like that, which... I mean, say what you want to say. It'd be like... I was going to say Sega, but Sony releasing... It's like if Sega released a new console. <laughs> Do you see all those rumours every year? Like, oh, the Dreamcast, Dreamcast 2. Too. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? Maybe they'll actually like release a better version of that phone peripheral. But I mean, I'm sure I also read somewhere where it was like an indie company where they sort of said, oh, we're releasing... We've got the rights to the name Dreamcast Two, and we're going it to was, do a Kickstarter. It was a bullshit thing. It fell apart. And we apart. want like two uh two million dollars or something. <laughs> so then we can go to Sega and say, oh, "Look," and then yeah. we can get yeah, rights so to we can get often. so we can get rights to do it. Yeah, that's the problem. They didn't have the rights, and they were getting they were doing a Kickstarter to get the right. It must have been a. It must have been a. Um, an Indiegogo, not a Kickstarter, because Kickstarter, yeah. you have to actually have something of, like, value for it or whatever. Well, you do now, before 
it was a bit oh, of a oh, wild I west. Did, yeah. I didn't know actually wasn't like that before. Yeah, the the change the rules it makes sense because <laughs> basically when the Ouya was announced, they had nothing to show, <sighs> but they were right, still allowed right, to. Right. Whereas now you have to have a working yes. prototype. So anyway, what I was trying to say is, it'd be like, I was going to say Sega again. It'd be like <laughs> Sony releasing an Uncharted free-to-play, four-player multiplayer game that had come out, and then a week later, no one had known it even come out. How bad would that look, that would really? Be really for... bad, yeah. So I think it's the right thing to do. It's It's a shitty thing to do, but it's the right thing to do just like... You've been on this game five years. It's shit. It's you're gone. You know. It's... I will. I will miss Lionhead. Uh, they had some awesome stuff, like they did Black and White and Black and White Two. But you say that, but they were still very. I guess it was quite early in the 3D sort of pantheon of development. Whoa! Don't use big words. You might hurt yourself. I oh, know. I had to think about like, ten seconds for that word, but <laughs> took me it all was night a bit... to figure that word out. I'll wake up in the middle of the night going, "Pantheon, Eric." <laughs> um, but you know, it was a bit clunky. Do you know what I mean? It didn't flow. But uh, again, it's. But I mean, some of them developers from Lionhead, they were uh, bullfrog, weren't they? Yeah. And they did some good games. Yeah, like... Uh... Theme Park. I was not thinking of that, but sure. Were you thinking of Magic Carpet? No. <laughs> no, I was thinking... Populous. That was Bullfrog, <laughs> right? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Theme Park? <laughs> Theme Park was amazing. Uh, I don't know about amazing. I loved it. I were a big fan of Theme Hospital, though, but I love Theme Park. The- theme Hospital's cool. Uh, EA gave that out a few months ago for free, I think. Yeah, I've just gone through on my PC and deleted all my like Ubisoft, Ubisoft, whatever the hell it's called, their portal, and EA's portal. And Really? I still have them up. I've just deleted them all. It's like, oh, sorry. I'll just get my stuff from Steam. I don't care about the other stuff. But if you get it from Steam... You still have to use the Uplay stuff. Also, if you don't use Origin, you don't get the EA stuff. I don't care. I don't play against my PC that much. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. You know, I've got my my football game, and that's all I need on my PC. (laughs) My shitty soccer game where I get to punch people and they explode. I tell you, that's another... Good one. I might actually start playing that. We should set up a league. Once the multiplayer yes. mode gets added, set up like a league. A player just to like punch people's heads off. <laughs> so I guess that's been episode 151 of the One Up Gaming podcast. Please go to our website. It's oneupgaming.co.uk. We've got plenty of reviews and previews up there. We have a Patreon page, which... I'm going to try and get some more ideas and more things added to the Patreon page because I haven't touched that since I set it up like nearly a year ago. So yeah, it's just patreon.com slash O-U-G. We have a merchandise store at Blue Cyborg. So it's bluecyborg.com and just search 1UpGaming 
uh, select the link at the top of our website. We have some retro t-shirts and mugs featuring the legendary developer that is John Hare, who did like sensible software stuff, so Sensi Soccer, Cannon Fodder, things like that. I thought you were going to say something then. I was, but then I decided not to. (laughs) (laughs) We have a deal with Custom Controllers UK, so you can go get 10% off at customcontrollersuk.co.uk with the discount code 1UPGAMING, all one word. And the same thing at Funstock, so go to funstock.co.uk and you get 5% off by entering the code 1UP, all one word. We have Amazon links on the website. Basically, click on them, you go straight to Amazon, and because Amazon know we're advertising them by the cookies or whatever you want to track in stuff. Why can't we call them brownies? Yeah. (laughs) We get a small percentage of the sale. So if you buy something for 50 quid, we might get 50p. Well, there you go. So that's how that works. So start buying a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. We've got Facebook and YouTube. Just search One Up Gaming or, again... Click on the top tabs on our website at oneupgaming.co.uk. We have Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash official. If you want to contact us, we're on Twitter at official, And we have email, which is contact at oneupgaming.co.uk. And the podcast itself, please subscribe to us. Give us five stars on both our podcasts, One Up Gaming Podcast and the OUG Talks. And we've still got 150 codes to give away. So anyone that leaves comments and reviews, I will give them out. And as I said, we got no comments last week. So just give us anything. You know, just rate us. We need at least eight, you know, and then we actually get put into the actual iTunes search feed. Whereas at the minute we don't get that. Wait, you're not. We're not in the search feed. We're only in the search feed if you know the name directly. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, whereas that happens with my podcasts. <laughs> if we get eight or more positive comments, we get put into the gaming field. Right. So as soon as they type PS4, we make pop up as a podcast. I see. My. Po- my podcasts are different where somebody would have to be looking up Master System, <laughs> which nobody is doing. I was going to say, how many people would be doing that? <laughs> um, Believe it or not, I'm actually getting a decent amount of listeners. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Once you get a few people, that's the problem. I mean, on my last one, on my last, because I've changed my podcast host. Because I was basically paying Podbean, I think it was $200 a year. I have my own website that I host the stuff on, and I'm paying 120 a year. And I have my own website, which I pay 70 I think, is it $70 or £70? I can't remember now. <laughs> but... It's both at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How does that work? You figure it out. But... To whoever whoever figures it out, I will buy... A $60 game for it. No, I won't. But still, yeah. I want somebody to figure this out. <laughs> Just leave a comment on the our iTunes thing saying, I figured it out, and I'll give you a game. <laughs> yes, don't even explain. Just say, I figured it out. <laughs> but make, make sure you leave your Twitter handle so I can send you the message on Twitter say you've congratulations, you've 
got a game. So remember, everyone, no one left any comments. We've got 150 games to give away. Just leave a comment, three, four stars, whatever you want. Just leave a, a comment and click on the like sort of thing, and I will send out free stuff. Yay! So, episode 151, done and dusted. Let's see how much of this I need to edit and cut out. Please edit it. Well, you'll soon work out how much has been edited because <laughs> it's recorded at two hours. <laughs> so if it if it gets under two hours, you know I've cut it because I'll have to add jingles, which is add another couple of minutes to it. You're gonna cut this down to like an hour? I probably can't do that much. No. Bye. So I'll just say bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys. Justin here. I just wanted to say that I've been thinking about you. I've been thinking about you a lot. Yes, you in particular, in that way. And I wanted to say, I think you're great. I've always said that about you. And I was wondering, if you think we're great, if you could give us a quick rating on iTunes, we'd really appreciate it. It would really, really help us out in that, you know, podcasty sort of way. And if you're feeling particularly festive, perhaps even a little saucy, Maybe stop by our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash O-U-G and see if you can't slip a few bucks our way. After all, every little penny or whatever space money they use in Europe helps out the show. Thanks for listening. O-U-G Gaming will always be free, but with your support, we can always move forward and always be better.